live from inside North America's top hat. It's the Book of Minority Podcast. Oh, the fancy top hat too. Dorothy hmm. Charles. Just a toque or anything anymore. It's warm, comfy like a toque, but on the outside, it looks fancy. Furline top hat. You'd assume well, beaver. Yeah, obviously. Naturally. All right. Well, hello and welcome to the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that promises to put snowbanks on every corner of every pitch across the country. Um, Yay. excuse me. What's, uh, oh, no, no, oh, who's it? What's no, going me? on here? No, nothing. Nothing. Oh, I oh. am here, you guys. Oh, the hell? Have, oh hello. have you been? Have you been here the whole time? The entire right. time. Pants on. Okay. Okay, Tony. When has that ever stopped you? Tony. Tony made me say all those things. Uh huh. Sure. We're gonna talk about this later. Anyway. Pants. Again. When has that ever stopped you? This is true. All right. Well, hello. Um, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, now including more Kristen. Uh, the podcast that is not going to Qatar, but who fucking cares because we're top of the table, ma. On this week's show, we celebrate the men's victory at the Ice Teca and some other things. No, 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 yeah, no, seriously. We're going to talk a little CamPL. We're going to talk a little Voyager's Cup. That's pretty much it. Because really, do you want us to talk about anything else? No. No. All right. Now this week's panel, predictor of Daniel Henry's playing time. Welcome to psychic Duncan Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Almost really psychic. Just that, that one late goal fucked it up, but we predicted two 0 last week. That was did. pretty impressive. Didn't quite do it. Bah. Close though. Mm. Uh, Mark of the match. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. Well, that's like, I want to be psychic too for something. Sorry. I can only go with what the accurate predictions tell me, so. Ugh, I have to be accurate now? It's bullshit. Well. Bullshit. Sorry. Them's the rules. I don't make them. Well, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, purveyor of fine two soccer tweets. It's Tony Walsh. I want to be psychic, too. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to say that, Tony. I predicted it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Mm. Okay, now do my intro over. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. Um, as for me, honestly, I'm just so fucking happy for everyone. Holy fuck, you guys. Uh, I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now this week's show. We'll have to see your two weeks off and uh, clean out your mouth. Yeah. Happy for everyone except Justin Morrow. Fuck uh, that guy, right? Oh, mm. wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. If you cared, you'd have been here, Kristen. True. Oh, you clearly don't. You clearly don't. I will trade you my debilitating two-day migraine next time. How's that? Hey, Mark called it in July. Ah. <sighs>
first up on this week's show, as always, uh, it is CanCon. And of course, we are leading off with the Canadiens national team. Um, Wait, it says we- in the thing we're leading off with the MLS Super Draft analysis. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that I was an notes. old, that was no, an old I- uh, rundown. So uh, what do you mean? I just- sp- did I just waste 45 minutes on Akron? University of Akron zips and their soccer yep. team for nothing. Uh, no. Totally. Fuck. I'm pretty sure I put a note that said we were doing this in December, but you I know, did a PowerPoint on Oregon ducks. I mm. told you to stop it with the PowerPoint. No one uses it anymore. You guys are going to be thrilled at what's coming out of the Colorado school of mines. Uh, this year, but <gasps> oh, I guess we don't get to Colorado talk about school that. Of mines. We don't get to talk about that, do we? Mm. Well, no, mines don't really say anything. Again, if you guys would read the stuff I sent you, you would know this got pushed. No, we can't read. <laughs> That's true. Bring it up in public. <laughs> Canadian's national team. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One Holy of shit, the I... most ridiculous like moments in time this last, this last couple years, but Obviously, this this World Cup qualifying cycle, the, the, like this, this tournament, the the octo, the octagon, the octagonal. Um, so not only have they played pretty well, they haven't been great in every match, but they've more than done the job on more than one occasion. Um, they're undefeated. They're the only undefeated team in this tournament right now. So they're going into the new year without a single loss against them, which is ridiculous and amazing. They're top of the fucking table, you guys. They're top of the table. And like, and they're top of the table with more than one game played. Yes. That's usually exactly. the only time Canada's That's usually top the only of the table. Time. Woohoo! Early days. Um, but, like, Brentford on top of the Premier League. Mm-hmm. I, I, and how's that working team? out for them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duncan, those were good times. The glory days. <laughs> the, glory, the glory days of late August. Mm. Oh, beautiful stuff. Um, but like seriously, we're, we'll, we'll talk about the gays. We'll talk about lots of things. But as much as we have been, you know, we've been like a little back and forth about how positive and how excited and how strongly we think that you know we feel about this squad and and what their chances are of doing things like you know if we go back a few months we were like well you know mid-table that, that, that'd be good like there's a chance for them to do top four and, and then as they started playing we're like okay top four seems reasonable you know that's maybe not top three but top four they'll get that con ball playoff thing you know for that half spot whatever there's 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 a chance there's a chance Go back, hey, go back before you go on, but go back a little further than that. And it wasn't even before the octagonal uh, was uh, created. We weren't even, uh, you know, it wasn't out of the realm of possibility. We weren't even going to see them in the final phase of qualifying. Exactly. Mm. You know, and then that, that gold cup changed a lot of things. Um, but to have like in, in our wildest dreams, I don't think any, any of us thought. I've got some pretty wild dreams. <laughs> Your blog is disgusting, by the way. Thank you. Stop sending us those links. Thank you. Um, Nobody uses Tumblr. I'm just saying. Hold on. Well, I'm here. <laughs> Have you seen his Pinterest page? 
Jesus Christ. Um, well, Cash. That's your OnlyFans page. Come on now. Um, there's, I don't think anybody would have said this squad top of the table, like at, at this phase, like, or, or, or undefeated. Like, I, I just, as again, as, as positive and as high on this squad as, as you can be, especially as time goes on, I would never have, I would never have said that. No, honestly. Okay. Let, let's do a quick thought exercise. If, okay, if, if this was, if this was before octagonal started and we said, okay, halfway through or after eight matches, where would you have them versus other teams? Honestly, if I'm being honest, I probably would have said six. Yeah. Yeah. Same five, six. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just, I happy could probably to- say fourth, but that's just me. Go ahead, Doug. I was just happy to, to be got there. I was like, yeah, this is going to be a you know, very entertaining, a great experience. It'll really yeah. help them in the future, blah, blah, blah. Good blah, blah, learning blah. experience. Yeah. Here we are, fucking killing it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we all sort of thought this was going to be, yeah, like a good barometer of, of where they were in CONCACAF and what they needed to work on. And, you know, 2026 is coming, even though that's a bit of a gimme. But still, this is like, yeah, a good foundation for the future. <laughs> well, guess what? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And there's like you know people on Twitter now talking about oh you know we need, we need to try and you know, make sure we get first and try and get the sort of higher seeding for when the actual World Cup draw happens. And ah, like, I'll, oh, I'll take, I'll slow take third down, by an guys. inch. Third yes. by an inch would, would suit me fine. Yeah. True. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. I, I do we're, want to say, yeah, slow your roll, everybody. No, like, we're not we're, in a position to be greedy about this. No, yes. no. Like, we're yeah, incredibly excited, we're, and this is amazing and wonderful. But everyone, just like, yeah, <sighs> we're we're two points ahead of fourth place. Exactly. That's it. Yep. Fucking Panama, winning all the time. Me. Jesus. But uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jamaica. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It was so kind. That was good. That was helpful. Appreciate the help. Um, all right. Well, okay. So two. Okay. So this this was you know this was the short window, right? There was only two matches, both home matches, in what seemed like an unlikely choice in Edmonton, and um, it was selected for a number of reasons. Um, and we've talked about it before. So it's a potential possible World Cup city for 2026. Um, they wanted something inhospitable for uh, the Central American teams. And Alfonso Davies. And that's not to knock on uh, other players who are from Alberta and from that area, but this was a big, big thing that was a, you know, a, Welcome home, Alfonso Davies. It's the first time he's played there um, at this level professionally, you know, that sort of thing. Obviously, like the, the I don't think the Whitecaps ever played the Eddies in Edmonton or at all. Um, so, you know, this was a huge deal. You know, Alfonso Davies is a big, big star. Um, he didn't have the most outstanding two matches. In fact, he was kind of, you know, a little ordinary for Alfonso Davies, but that's fine. I'll take ordinary Alfonso mm-hmm. Davies over no Alfonso Davies any day. Um, but, you know, there was there was a lot of good reasons. So the match against Costa Rica on Friday was, you know, the weather wasn't great, but it was kind of like, okay, it's all right. 
can manage this. This is this is fine. It'll be okay. It's not too bad. And stadium was packed, and the atmosphere was amazing. And um, they come out with the victory and the clean sheet and all those good things. Um, again, play wasn't wasn't the most amazing match by them, but they won. And we got to see Borian debuting the sweatpants, Captain Sweatpants, as I'm calling him now. Um, Is there a rule that goalkeeper sweatpants have to be like that battleship gray? Apparently, because they always seem to be, right? Yeah. In Canada soccer, I've seen a few people mention this, both in jest, but also quite seriously. And, and they're not they're not wrong. Um if you're found, if you're, if your federation needs money and every federation does, the easiest way to do it is to sell people what they want right now. What they want are kits, which so few are available and everybody wants those sweatpants. Get on it. It's, it's like printing money. It yeah, literally is. You're, you're asking, you're asking them to consider um, doing something that should take about I don't know, two phone calls at most or five clicks through a catalog, but they got to have a meeting about it. Oh, you're right. I forgot about the meeting. And, and, you know, they probably have a person who's in charge of merchandising and I'm sure that's a volunteer position and that person's got a day job. (laughs) And it's just by the time that they, you know, get on top of that and strike while the iron is hot, he won't be needing sweatpants because we're going to guitar, baby. And by we, I mean them. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an even slower process than anything else that Canada soccer does. We were ahead of our time when we were talking Zubaz a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Highest ratings that, that we've had in, in a long time. Zubaz talk. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it, anyway. it doesn't surprise me that they're that they're going to be slow on this. And well, or, considering oh, how yeah, considering how they handle the whole jersey thing, yeah. Anyway, but it's frustrating. But it is it, like it's fun, and it's one of those things. So I will say, as you know, someone in the Voyagers whatever the whatever the leadership quote unquote right now um we the number of messages we got so so when are you guys making shirts more toques and are you think would you consider making sweatpants <laughs> we're like hell no there's only so much that that heat it's press a license to print money Kristen. can handle if you're a supporters yeah. group that needs money <laughs> sell people what they want it's a license yeah. to print money yeah, most supporters groups are just a scarf shop anyway so yeah yeah with all the t-shirts come on now um, how about a gray pair of sweatpants and on the ass it says inter milan <laughs> god i'll see milan that's from yeah. milan don't ruin this just seriously <laughs> all right anyway. too late too mm. late so then so you know glorious wonderful celebrations great way to start off the, the the window you know we've got three points so we're guaranteed you know three points oh maybe we'll get four points you know good draw against mexico da, 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 right um and then and then the weather started to happen it's news it was news that the weather for tuesday was not looking good 
And then there's news. Are we, are, was, are, we, are we done talking about the Costa Rica game? No, 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 no. I'm just talking about the weather in general right now. Just, okay. just the approach. I'm confused. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Just like the sweatpants. It was cold enough on the Friday that the sweatpants came out, that sort of thing. And then the weather for Tuesday and we got we got Borean in the in the sweatpants and the snood, um, which someone what did they do? The Beavis and Butthead thing? It was hilarious. Yeah, uh, uh Cornholio. Oh god, that was fucking amazing. And um, and, and also too, I heard uh Buzz Lightyear, which yes, really I, shows I, you the dissection between how old some pundits are yes. and how old some pundits are also. Yes. yes. I was calling him Steamboat Borean. Uh um, that was good. Um, and then, uh, and then, and then you've got Alistair Johnston out there, short sleeves, you know, whatever. It was great. Um, but yeah, no, the Costa Rica, the Costa Rica match. Yeah. To be fair, like Adakubi's mother, Adakubi's mother showed up for the first game in yep. short sleeves, so he didn't have a choice. He had to. You know, that's true. Colder. You can't have yeah. your mom showing you up. Yeah. Oh, that's why he jumped in the snowbank, which we'll talk about after. Um, mm. All right, so Costa Rica. Man, that pitch sucked, right? Yeah, shit game. Terrible decision to play in Edmonton. Just that pitch and those conditions, awful. No one could control the ball. It was ugh, not good. It football. really was an ugly, ugly game. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Three points, hooray, but eh. Do you think it was that, or do you think it, part of it was what you mentioned last week about when we were talking, when we were predicting the games and, you know, just getting back together or not clicking? I mean, definitely yeah. the pitch had a lot to do with it, but they weren't, They their sharpness, especially passing, was night and day between that match and last night. It did get better against Mexico, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I know, just everything seemed to, for both sides, you know, everything was just slower and just needed to take a little bit of extra sort of time to control the ball and everything, which is, you know, perhaps makes Jonathan David's goal a little more impressive that the you know, mm-hmm. ball's just been dropped at his feet very quickly. Oh, just perfectly controls it and everything. Yeah. People weren't perfectly controlling that ball for the vast majority of the night. So, And in Mark's wheelhouse, the Costa Rica away kits are just a mess. Ugh. Well, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't hate it. And apparently, they have a history with, with having black and white stripes, which kind of took me off guard. That Fine. this is the thing that they do. Um, I mean, I'm not a fan but of then, new but, kits. So but then there's that there's that weird like uh, blocking across the upper chest. Yeah, I don't. And then the, and then the honest Ed's font on the back. I mean, yeah, the, the font, font, the is font really was not. Uh, yeah, I mean, not, it's not Jersey appropriate, but it's good font. Um, sure, if you're selling sponges for, I yeah, price. two for five bucks or five for two bucks. I don't remember how much sponges were there, but I know they were a good deal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that kit, the kit was. Uh, there were times I thought they were playing Newcastle just for a fleeting moment, like the cup. You know, not the not the Premier League because they have nicer font. But uh, yeah, that 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 weird. Tra- translucent bar that went across you know the the top yeah. third top quarter of the front of the shirt was i don't know i mean i've got a lot of questions for new balance designers but that's that's an entirely other hour podcast so <laughs> um yeah that they, they need to give them that, give their head a shake that's not that's know. not a world cup kit is what i'm saying off topic though i know and we'll get quickly back on Speaking of New Balance, the Roma third kit today was released. That's nice. Yeah. 
It's nice. Anyway, so so the match against Costa Rica, like as Duncan you know said in terms of this is gonna go long enough talking about the Canada stuff. I don't I don't need to elongate this. But thank you and welcome to the Kitten Stadium podcast. Oh motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. You had to be there. It just walks in after abandoning us for three weeks and expect, you know, things to turn back to normal, just could walk in the door. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Walsh. Really? Really? Save the the digressions for the second half of the show, you know, back in the fridge and all that, or back at the store, milk in the back of the store. Shit. So we should put this stuff at the back of the, at the show. I can't remember the analogy. It doesn't. It's not. A, no, we probably should have. This is this is this this is this is the stuff everyone wants to anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Who cares? Fine. Um, but like as Duncan was saying, you know, in terms of passing, controlling the ball, like it just everyone was having a rough time. But as we said earlier, like about Alfonso Davies not having the best two matches. Um, I don't know whether it was, you know, a bit of nerves, but really wanting to like perform well for his hometown crowd, that sort of thing. But what was, what was sort of frustrating for a lot of that match um, was clearly Alfonso Davis trying to do too much and that pitch, not allowing him to do a lot of those things, it, like both, both in terms of ball control, but just where like his teammates were going to be and what the reactions were going to be from the opposition team. So that was, it was a rare sort of almost frustrating might be too strong a word, but kind of like, you just want to be, you just want to sort of take him and be like, you can just settle down a little bit. It's okay. Like the, the things, the good things will happen. You can just sort of like wait a moment. And uh, that was something that, I felt really stuck out in terms of something that you wanted to see shift as the game went on. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's this is the fission we we've been missing. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> when I actually make you talk about stuff. No, sorry. Um, I know you talk about stuff when I'm not here too, but on the flip side, because um, we get the chance Oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. That's really mean. That's great. I'm so glad I left work an hour early to do this. It's so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to say nice things about Sam Adekugbeg, but no, go ahead. Everyone else can talk then. Apparently, oh, I talked too much. Uh, Sam Adekugbeg was phenomenal. Uh, he had a very good game. I, he was I in- love that guy. Uh, he, he was just, he was everywhere. He did all the right things. He did not make a single misstep. He had a couple incredible little passes. Like, I couldn't help like, it. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> I couldn't help but have a flight of fancy last night. You know, if this team hopefully makes the World Cup, of which players will be kind of the cult heroes we talk about, you know, in 20, 30 years. And he just kept coming to mind for me. Yeah. I, I think I think what I'm mostly amused by and I and I say amused because and not not as a, a term of disrespect by any means, but like Sam Adekubi's career trajectory has just been like like I don't follow the didn't follow the Norwegian League. Mm-hmm. Don't follow the Turkish League. Which is surprising given how many Canadians are thriving there currently. But like he's off the radar. I don't see him 
his name only comes up when there's a national team game. And basically he, he's, he's been just incredible for the last couple of matches. I, he's probably, he's been really good the entire cycle, but it seems like he's getting better game to game. And yeah, he's exactly that guy who's going to be, you know, going from obscure Turkish club to name brand club that you know of yeah. that you can and actually, wanna... that you could actually go into a shop in somewhere in Canada and pick up one of those club tops. That kind of like mm. his stock is on the rise, man. It's, it's, it's mistaken, so good to see. If I'm not mistaken, I think I heard that his club is in second place in Turkey right yeah, now. Yeah. What the hell is that? Mm, that's interesting. And he's, he he doesn't play for Bishdikas or Galatasaray no. or Fenerbahce or Trabzonspor when they decide to wake the fuck up, whatever they're doing. If he's not, if you're not one of those four clubs and you're in second place, um, what's going on over there? So yeah, good for him. He was named Player of the Week, I, I guess the last or Player of the Month. He was on the Team of the Month. Nice. Like, I'm I'm so happy for him. Mm-hmm. He should have gone to Belarus so we could have followed him more closely. Truth. Good point. But he would have made significantly less money. Yeah, but he would have been on the show more. Also true. Actually, that whatever team he would have played for would have been my favorite team. Even Belshina. I would have been like, well, he's a Canadian, and I've got an attachment to that. So guess who we're stumping up for? So sometimes in a Canadian's life. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, what were your thoughts of Sam Atakubi? Oh no, no, it's okay. No, no, no. You I, guys I, go I, right this, ahead. This is this is me. This is me retaining Extending some an of my host. No, no, it's fine. No, no, I wouldn't want to overtake some of my anybody. host abilities okay. from the last. No, from the last no, you and you did excellent work, by the way. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm not. I wasn't looking for a compliment. I'm just trying to bring inclusion. No, it's okay. No, it's all uh, right. Amongst the panel, Kristen, Sam Adekube, go for it. No, I, I I talk about him all the time. I love Sam Adekube. He is one of my favorites, and. Uh, I am incredibly delighted to see him getting starting minutes, to see him getting tons of attention from people and to see how very rightly so um, how many people have given him plaudits. You know, he was, he was man of the, he was man of the match for that Costa Rican uh, against Costa Rica. And just to see his level rise to see Herdman talking about him. That's great. And he's, just genuinely a really nice person too. If you hear him in interviews or you see him on social media, he just is obviously having such a good time and they all are right. Like mm-hmm. you, you see that, that, f- that sense of fun, that sense of this is, you know, we actually love this game and this isn't it's work, but it's not work. Um, no, it's delightful. I love him. Happy, it's happy. a good point. It's a good, good point. Uh, you just brought, they, they seem to from the outside at least, they seem to have a chemistry, which you often like find in like a club team guys who play, you know, year round with each other. There's a, there's, like I said, from the outside, it seems like there's quite a good uh, team spirit and chemistry there, which, you know, yeah. I mean, national teams are, are built on rotation a lot of the time, right? Like uh, until you get close to a tournament, but um, yeah, there's, they're, they're a special group. Well, you get the sense that they, they all stay in touch. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I get the sense um, of Milan Borian makes them stay in touch. But exactly. <laughs> I would stay in touch with everybody. If he told me to seriously, you do not want to find off. out what happens if I don't. Yeah. I do not want to fuck around and find out. Absolutely not. Um, 
and then yeah like that you know the the goal by jonathan david was lovely um and kind of what you what you expect from him um and what he like what he scores for his club right like he's just has that ability right in front of the net to do those things that you know they're not always spectacular but he often sort of manufactures, you know, pulls something out of what a lot of other strikers wouldn't necessarily be able to do. And the timing is always really well. He reads it so smartly. Um, and then the celebration. So I do want to mention the celebration because a uh, former podcast guest, friend of the pod, David Monsalve, uh, his son is playing indoor or whatever, scored a goal and did the Jonathan David celebration. <laughs> Nice. It was one of the most adorable things that, you know, you see, but it's one of those things you think about when you look, when, when, you know, when kids, when young players have the stars that they, the players that they, they, they worship or they idolize or they see, you know, being successful. And this is, this is your trickle down effect. Right. And it's already happening. And it's kind of, it's really cool. That was the secret all this time. Canada just needed better goal celebrations. Oh, <laughs> if fair. only Frank Yallop would have done like a spinning high kick or something, oh, the kids man. could have emulated. Mm-hmm. He's he got fucking yeah. Dero and his fucking chicken dance thing. And <laughs> what, 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 what kid wants to do that? What kid wants to do that? Like, Given how uh, many times he would have done that, Duncan, you have an amazing point there. Yeah. <laughs> it never got, like, I mean, it was Dwayne De Rosario. I accepted that. It's, this is Dwayne De Rosario doing Dwayne De Rosario things. Was it cool? No, it was Dwayne De Rosario doing, it was the goal. Cool. The dance, Dwayne De Rosario. That's how I kind of chalked it up. I couldn't make fun of it because it was scoring <laughs> goals. So whatever. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, so we have, so, so, so they win, it's wonderful, fabulous, no one seems to have gotten hurt, very important, considering the terrible turf at Commonwealth Stadium um, and the conditions and all of those things, very short turnaround, Mexico, and again, as I mentioned, the weather, the weather, the weather, and the weather got horrible, uh, snow and cold and wind um, to the point that people started talking about whether or not FIFA would allow the match to go on. Um, but also for what was, I think pretty close to being a sold out game. Um, there were thousands of people who couldn't make it due to the weather, whether flights got canceled, uh, flights got delayed to the point where, you know, you just weren't going to make it on time. There was accidents on the highways. There was a contingent from Saskatchewan that had been, were driving but had to turn around due to jackknife trailers on the highway they just they couldn't make it um so thousands of people did not uh didn't make it to the match unfortunately but there was still huge huge crowd um wheeler mocks those people yes did yeah. he ever <laughs> yeah and then and then yeah. and then took it back a little while uh, not too long after the uh yeah, oh, thanks. You know, some people have been in touch to let me know this. Like, hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah people, exactly. People are yelling at you on Twitter. Oh, what a dumb thing to say. Oh, Gareth thanks. wheels it back. Oh. <laughs> brought, to you, brought to you by, brought to you by Bridgestone. 
wheels up, wheels up, ah, wheels up. Um, and so, uh, yeah, they, I, they, they, they cleared off the pitch and I've built some lovely snowbanks. I'm a bit disappointed about the pitch. I was kind of like looking forward to it being, you know, the pitch being full of snow and everything. That's and the orange makes, ball. That's what makes snow games fun. This it didn't have that at all. You don't, like, well. you don't like the color gray-green? That's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> With faded and, and never going away CFL lines? Come on, Doug. Yeah. This, Those this were score just, predictors. Right, it's really cold, Go ahead. but you know the, the pitch was just like greener. You know, there was no need for an orange ball or anything. Yeah, it's, oh, wow. it, it was, that wasn't as, as much fun as I uh, as I was hoping, really. But yeah, I, I guess like good, seeing... good job for the tops. Well done, but yes, boo yes. for the tops. <laughs> snow on the pitch that makes it more fun. Uh, like seeing sure. some of the some of the snow banks in the stands after people had been shoveling off their seats. Mm. <laughs> there was little sections, a little snowbank here, a little snowbank there. I should have released the random wolf. That would have really upped the tundra game. Get a, get a, get a, get a moose something. in there or an elk or something. Yeah. Why was there no elk? Where's the tie-in? Oh, yeah, that's true. What happened to that like 2015 mascot thing? You know, that... that uh, well, that snow owl? Show me or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, yeah. let's, let's, get, uh, you know, let's get some real Canadian wildlife in there. Right? What's a former TTC mascot, Barney Beaver, doing? Ah, good question. Holy crap. That guy don't give a damn. It's fine. <laughs> oh. oh! Beaver puns. Oh. Mur, mur, mur. Oh. I, I'm, um, I, I for one, was quite disappointed at the, the, uh, the lack of... Uh, of, of, of the uh, taking down the Edmonton Elks, how they destroyed the pitch, ruined it, blah, blah, blah. You know, that, that, that talk that we're normally here, but it didn't happen. I'm very disappointed. I just wanted it ironically. No, to be honest, I just wanted it ironically. I wanted to be able to go, <laughs> I see what you're doing. That's good. Although, I'll allow it. <laughs> it's fine. Although on a very brief note, no, not to get too far off topic. That stadium, if approved for World Cup, man, that take. I mean, all three stadiums in Canada. There's a lot of work ahead to make them oh, look yeah. World Cup-y. Oh yeah. Well, BMO needs more dangerous uh, seating expansion behind. Yeah, so the, the yes, BMO is going to get some kind of like climbing wall for uh, <laughs> yes. for another for another forty thousand seats or whatever. Yeah. Um, the big O, I don't know, has to be turned inside out and shaken over the the river and then put back inside. I don't know what the hell's going to happen there. <laughs> And then Commonwealth, yeah, man. I mean, great. It's big and all, but that's but, oh, yeah. That's about what you can say about Commonwealth. No, but, I mean, great crowds make everything, but then again, World Cup crowds are not exactly awesome. So, uh, I mean, they're awesome in attendance, but not in atmosphere usually, right? So, True. Eh, I don't the, know. The, the, the FIFA bigwigs will surely live going to Edmonton and being in this big, well, nothing fancy stadium. And, uh, yeah. Apparently they were there last night on a on a site tour. So, mm. uh-huh. yeah. well, sorts of big moves today. Davy Clockers. Like, oh yeah, he was just mm. making sure that no one uh, tried organizing on the uh, mezzanine level. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Union jokes. I was. I gotta say, I was. I. I, I said this. I was a little disappointed by the that no one. You know, none of the ball kids. Nobody 
built any snowmen or anything. I was like, you have all this They're snow. professionals, Kristen. They're professionals. Whatever. Whatever. Come on. Let's 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 be let's be Canadian and you know let's build some shit out yes. of snow because apparently that's all we have. An entire you know there's a lot of room behind the goals there because you know just how the stadium is built. Let's have an entire fucking ultras section of snowmen. Like, <gasps> Perfect. Yeah. Like, Snow like flares. Hundreds of them back there behind one one of the goals. Yeah, so Cal- we, 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 we need, we need it's Calvin. Yeah. You can't give an ultra snowman a flare. You're a monster. It's true. <laughs> I said a snow flare. The fuck Not is a that? A real flare. One made out of snow. Which would do what? Nothing. It's Sweet. snow. That's just a snow baton. Well, no, you can do like a little little flame coming out out of the snow kind of thing. Flame? What's flame going to do to the snowman? You Nothing, because it's snow. No, it isn't. You just said it's flame. There Jesus. Ah, a representational flame. <laughs> it was apt. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. Um, so, yes. That was um, so the match. They they got this. It was warmed up a little bit. The wind had died off. The snow had stopped. It was still cold as hell. But uh, the ice teka, <laughs> that's kind of great. That's really I, good. I quite like that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly who started it, but yeah, well done. The only reason I don't like it is because I didn't come up with it. Aww. yeah, okay. yeah. I, I feel like we 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 were all. We let ourselves down because that three week, three weeks without Kristen and, and the three of us didn't come up with that. Yep, we had all that time. It was two we weeks. Bur- was it? That was three. I only missed two shows. Felt like forever. Thanks. Well, have you re- you podcasted with these other two before? Felt like uh, forever. Yeah. It's true. Jeez. You're right. Sorry, Mark. It's like yeah. podcasting with one ten year old. Yes. God, it's mm. even worse. Was it like two fives really? But. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so this is like this was like the big match though, right? You know, like Costa Rica, that was an important match. They won, that was good, but this is Mexico, you know, like one of the reasons that they, you know, like the cold weather affect Mexico. Mexicans barely practice. I do have one of the best, you know, this has been talked about a little bit, but you know, the, the Mexican team had reached out to um to to Scottish, to Edmonton Scottish, where Jeff Paulus works, to ask if they could use their 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 dome. And he said no, because they had a youth team that was practicing. It was like U9 girls or something. And Jeff Paulus told the Mexican Soccer Federation, no, you can't mm-hmm. use our dome. Canada being, Canada being, uh, it just you know, very much soccer of, hero Jeff. Very Ballas, much like. of this Canada being very much of this region over the last little while. I, I feel like, like, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I has, feel like Canada is, is like they're just right now the biggest shitbags in this entire yeah yep. continent. Oh yeah, they've they've they it's 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 been fully embraced apparently. I'm here for it. We've been we've been the 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 dopey nice guy for too long. <laughs> It's pretty. It was Please pretty. don't make noise outside our hotel at night, eh? 
Um, so yeah, so they didn't they didn't have much practice, and there was a lot of mention making before the match that you know the entire Canadian team was out there on the pitch, but only the Mexican keepers were. Anyway, doesn't matter. The game was better than Friday's game. And yes. now Kristen speaks nicely about Kyle Laren for ten straight minutes. Ten straight minutes? I didn't agree to that. Only nice things. Mm. Five you minute edition. Hallmark cards. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't be bothered to turn up for Justin Morrow, but you see her for Kyle Laren. Oh, you fucker. Stop it. I'm the one who went stop, to the game. I the always facts. went to say goodbye to him in person. Not That's like the rest lives, of but, you. But this lives on a recording. That's true. Matter. This is he a living document. This is a living document. Mm-hmm. I showed up for him where were you lot nowhere to be found preparing our show notes <laughs> oh whatever as if you've ever prepared that's, a show note that's in that's five most, years that is the most outlandish lie you've ever told them exactly that is like i can't <laughs> did you did you say that with a straight face because if you say yes i don't believe you i only have a straight face it's true it's true Guys are the worst. Anyway, so the game against Mexico. Mm. Um, Featuring Kyle Lebron. (laughs) Damn it, Kyle. How dare you do nice things twice? God damn it. He's almost almost taking Duncan's uh, reason for living. (laughs) One more goal. Yeah, almost. I was disappointed he didn't get the hat trick. That would have, yeah. Yeah, but then you wouldn't have been on tonight's show. So, you know. So we've still got another you know, two and a half months of fucking Nero being yep. at least tied for the lead. Time for comeback. He could be working out in the Thunder well, like Rocky and Rocky Four. <laughs> well, we have a new we have a new Caps leader. Yes, that's yep. nice. In yeah. the 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 in the wonder that is Tiva Hutchinson. Finally. It, it, it doesn't give me any great joy to see De Guzman get past though. I've got nothing against De Guzman. I know, I know, but I'm just happy that that Atiba has now achieved that. Yes. Um, Cause mm-hmm. talk about, talk about a deserving, deserving of all plaudits, all everything like Atiba similar to what we talk about with the women's team in terms of Christine Sinclair. Um, that is a T you know, he is that for the men's team, you know, he's played, for the men's team since he was it was 18 19 and shows up time and again has you know people have thought that he's retired and he comes back um he's been instrumental this last year with the squad um if you saw the the interview that he gave after the match i got a little teary watching it um just to see what it means to him um, as a player and as a person, as, as, as Canadian and oh, just lovely. So I'm very happy that he now has that again, it's, you know, it's 90 appearances and hopefully we'd love to see somebody get triple digits, Atiba, um, to sort of have something like that to build forward on for future Canadian players, because hopefully they'll be playing more. Um, although, although passing to Guzman does now uh, give him the extra responsibility of being responsible for bailing out any Canadian national players who end up in jail. Oh, is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Does Atiba even have a Lambo? Like, 
What, what, what do they drive over? He's probably got a responsible, you know, BMW sedan, like high end, but he's not, he's not like yeah. sports car, supercar type thing. He's, I could see that. Yeah. He's, he's too, he's, he's beyond that. Have you seen him play too classy? It's true, but classy. there would be room for whoever he has to bail out. Maybe he has one Just, of those mm-hmm. uh, Mercedes, uh, you know, uh, little SUVs, those boxy ones. I could see. Yeah. And just toss them all in the back, you know, until they settle down. Those yeah. little, like, tiny smart car things. That's <laughs> like it is, not Mercedes, but, yeah. Oh, the ones that look kind of like a, like a shrunk, you know, Hummer. They look like they're made out of, like, hard metal. I don't know. They're fancy. Sure. Musicians drive. I don't know. I I take public transit. What the fuck do I know? (laughs) You're a hero, Tony. What would Jesus drive? Yes. Anyway, um, but yeah, that again. A a cross track. Cross track's a car, right? You nailed it. Um, That's too far. No, it's not. It's never too far. Never too far, says Kristen Knowles. Okay, let's go. Christianity in the in the in the target. Christian Knowles, non-Christian Knowles. Well, that's accurate. So yeah. Um, the match, though, we're going to be Mexico. Was very good on many levels. Still not the best game. Very scrappy, um, and. The ref, a little odd at times. Um, I, know, I, know, the, I don't know why he, he sort of really got in there. It was like, you know, sort of chest bumping somebody at some point. But right, yeah, like he ran, he ran yeah. to do that. I was like, what? Just Are you allowed to do that as the ref? Because if a player did that, mm, they, yeah, they the would be is up to you. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the ref, he, he did okay. He had he had no time at all for Canada's time-wasting antics. <laughs> no, it was kind of funny, actually. He did not believe any of it. But, you know, what was he going to do? I um, love Milan Borian's 30-minute sit-down. Oh, he's got cramp again. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, is, this, is this his ankle? Is this his groin? Hamstring? Mm. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. He's really, he's really perfected that over the last few months, hasn't yeah. he? He's a, he's a bit like playing a video game with that kid who was about to give up a goalie and just threw his controller across the room and pressed pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to, it's like I said, you know, we're just the, the biggest shitbags on the continent now. He's not even hiding it. Everyone knows exactly what's happening. And Dude, the guy's, the guy's wearing dirty track pants. Of course he's going to be a shitbag. <laughs> Um, but one of the things, so, you know, because there were some lineup changes, there was some rotation for this match. Uh, Jonathan David, not even in the 18. Um, and he, he was on the subs bench. He came was on. he on the subs bench? I thought he wasn't even on the subs bench. Oh, no, of course he was because he came on. Oh, my God. My he brain is. And then went off. Um, yeah. He, he didn't drop he, from the sky. Nope. That's right. <laughs> um, sorry, it's been a long few days. But uh, Daniil Henry's inclusion in the starting 11 was um, a concerning for some people. And, <laughs> you know, within the now that that first collision, I, that wasn't uh, that wasn't there wasn't anything in that. It was just unfortunate and painful. Oh, come on. There um, was. There uh, was. Was there the one in the yeah. first minute? Yeah. When he took out Lozano. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was, was very much a, uh, yeah. I'm going to take hey, you out fuck now. Fuck you. I'm here. <laughs> cool, isn't it? You weren't like this either. Yeah, that was, I mean, if, if that wasn't in the first minute of the game, that should have been a yellow card. I mean, it's you know, oldie timey English football parlance, what we call, you know, a reducer. You're just going to go out there and foul the guy early on. I think fair, it's been one of fair. the best ones I've seen from Canada since Kadisha Buchanan did it to Abby Wambach in oh, Winnipeg yes. in like maybe like 2013, 2014 or something, just when she was starting out her career and Abby Wambach was Abby fucking Wambach and she just went out there early in the game and fucking flattened her and Wambach did nothing. Brilliant. And then, yeah, so I, I don't think that was accidental at all from Henry. All and right, uh, fair, yeah, fair. Lozano didn't do much and got subbed off at half time. So result. And Daniil got what his yellow about fifteen minutes later. Like twelve yeah, minutes or something like that. Like that. Twelve minutes, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even that long, was it? Later, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then and then yes, the the early sub. <laughs> so yeah, Duncan, what what exactly? What, what did you say he was going to go out there and? Um, what was well, it? yeah, it was just he was clearly sent out there to just you know foul and just. Maybe not disrupt, injured, but you know, disrupt, rough them up, make them know that they're in a game and everything. Just kind of keep going until you get booked, and then you know, just before you get sent off, okay, that's when we'll sub you. And then you know, Victoria gets to play sixty or seventy minutes, rather than you know, usually the the main guy plays the sixty or seventy minutes and then gets subbed off, and the 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 secondary guy gets played, but the last twenty minutes, huh, we're going to give the secondary guy the first twenty minutes to really fuck things up. <laughs> and I, you know, I was joking when I said that, but I, I that, that might have legitimately been the plan. Just fucking go out there and just be fouling everybody and fucking people up for as long as a ref will let you. When it looks like he's done, okay, we'll take you off. Yeah, I didn't see, I, I didn't get a chance to watch as many of, like, I didn't see much of Herdman's post-match stuff. So I don't know if anyone actually asked him that. So, John... What was the deal with Daniel Henry? What was your plan there? Um, and I wonder if yeah, yeah. he was into it. Daniel was just you know a Being little Daniel. way too enthusiastic and into it, and you know he forced Herdman's hand way earlier than he would have liked to. But at least he had yeah. the uh, yeah. A lot of managers would you know, try to hang on to the half kind of thing. At least he had. I'm glad he had the. Uh, the guts if it wasn't a plan right? which would be a pretty hilarious plan but uh, if it wasn't like at least he had the the guts to take him off in the first half because that's you know that's always a bit of a stigma for a player to be taken off in the first yeah. half um it was the right move because man yeah oh for sure that, that was razor thin edge that he was riding so eh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he was decisive yeah and, and that and and herdman often isn't right like maybe look at that as an evolution to his, to his uh, management style, his coaching style, because, you know, he likes to, he's, I, I find, I find he's a bit, he's, 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 you know, hot and cold with his, with how he uses his subs and this match and recent matches has been, I think really impactful with his subs. Like they've all been game changers. They've all made, um, made a difference in, you know, how the team, uh, uses the pitch and how they stretch the opposition. And this one, yeah, was timely and welcome. Yes. Agreed. I like it. 
I like mm, it. Yeah. His light tubs didn't work out well, but you know, the early one, yes, very good. Um, I think one of the cool things about this match, though, other than um, other than Kyle Laren. Oh, so scores. cool, right? So cool. Coolest. The coolest. The coolest. Cool Laren. Um, who I will say, I, I did, you know what, the, the first goal was being in the right place at the right time, being really aware. Kudos to Alistair Johnston for, like, firing that shot. Yeah. Um, Worth a try. Absolutely. And, you know. Wasn't exactly was that wasn't uh, easily dealt with clearly, um, but uh, no, Laren Laren played he played quite well um, throughout the whole match. Uh, oh, and, calm down there, calm I down. know, I know, quite I well. Know. Mm. I know, very hard for me. Trying in a minute, you'll be giving him a six out of ten. Six point <laughs> five. Um, I know. Can I do a can I do a point seven five? No, you can't. Can you? Um, no. Uh, so there was a nice movement in the in the midfield, um, and I thought that again I talk about Atiba a lot, but I thought Atiba played very well. Um, Estacio, who we love, um, both really impactful uh, on this match, and. Um, even though Mexico was able to counterattack on more than one occasion, um, they had a lot to do with keeping Canada in possession or, you know, slowing things down and just, you know, snuffing out some good, snuffing out some good chances. But it was, it was just, yeah, it was a different tactical match. And um, Mexico also did some weird things with their formation, right? Like, I guess, trying to take, trying to like compensate for the weather or whatever. So um yeah, good game. It was a good game. Yeah. I mean, the, the first half, yeah, it was, we said scrappy, a lot yes. of fouls and just a lot of like pressing and, you know, very little, you know, don't think ever any, either team really managed to keep possession for any kind of no. big stretch of time or anything. Um, I feel like in the second half, once Mexico had to attack a bit more, you know, it opened up. Canada got to uh, open things up a bit more on the break and what have you. And, the, the second half was just very enjoyable right up until the moment it wasn't. Yes, um, exactly. But yeah, so all in all, uh, yeah, first half, you know, not a good half, but ended well. And then, yeah, second half went very well. Yeah, that's the closest I've felt to feeling like physically ill watching a game in quite a while. Oh, yeah, that last, those last few minutes were just oh. out of nowhere. Well, basically yeah. just after they subbed off Davies and Laren and Brought on Cavallini and sorry, and it was just like after that, just all of a sudden, they just no blood. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. they score. Well, they, they score again. Whoa. They had lost the ability to press them back. So by, mm-hmm. by oh, making yeah. those subs and but having it, it, having it turned it so quickly. Yeah, I know. Like it, it, it was like it, it looked like it like a switch was thrown, and it all of a sudden, Canada went from being the aggressive, in control, creative, free flowing to these cowardly little kittens hanging out in a corner hoping that the thunderstorm doesn't scare them. Like it was just the weirdest thing to see it. And yeah. man, I, I, I don't want to, I don't ever want to see injury time like that ever again. <laughs> it scared me. I wanted to be a kitten. Yeah. 
I mean, how many times Kyle Larin was back there? I mean, how many like, shots or whatever was, was Kyle Larin blocking? And you know, then his fake, oh, I, I pulled my groin that the ref wasn't buying at all. And everything's just like, ugh. And you know, Boyan with the ridiculous oh, save. Oh, that. Oh, God, the save on the very line. Unpleasant Jesus. Few minutes. Mm. Oh, oh, like, thank goodness for that save. But dear God, I, my heart sank because mm. I thought that was in. Yeah. And I was waiting, and then I forgot. Well, I was waiting for someone to call it back, but there's no VAR yet. Guess what's coming, guys? VAR to the, oh, rest, really? of the, the rest of the octagon. Yeah, in the new year. I feel that will be adv- advantageous to Canada, not uh, a negative. Yeah. Because I don't know. I just I just can't think of too many um, things that have happened in the first eight matches where a call would have gone against them. But I can think of a few times, mostly on fouls or, or you know, a thing where they probably would have been given an advantage. Mm, not, not not greatly, but I think it, it, I think it, what it might do is hopefully considering Canada has, uh, you know, a slew of matches in, um, in, uh, you know, tough places in Central America might equalize some of the officiating malarkey that goes on. Well, I think, yeah, well, and it has been, has been, has been rightly pointed out many times is that it's not that CONCACAF doesn't use VAR. They had it at the gold cup. They've had it at other tournaments. They had it nation's league. They just didn't have it for this, mm. but now they yeah they're I don't, I don't have the official announcement in front of me, I'm, but they've I'm said. Trying to think if, trying to think if any if in any of the first eight matches, not Canada. I can't really think of anything Canada stands out, but if maybe I'm forgetting of where any of the matches like lost or won on a controversial call or anything, or goal called back or anything like that. I feel like one of the U.S. A, games had something like that. Because it's a bit of a pisser to bring it halfway through if a, if one of the teams you know really got screwed where it would have helped them more. But anyway, is what it is. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I mean, like like Canada's getting like super fucking sort of shit housing and all that sort of thing. Is like, eh, is this, this going to help us now? Yeah. So they, you know, they're going to be able to find uh, you know, Richie Larea is doing this or that or that or what have you. And say, oh, yeah, yeah, somebody needs to take a look at that. Uh, no, I don't know. We'll see. Well, Richard Larea, though, I mean, why did that guy not get booked for trying to meant- decapitate Larea, like pulling his yeah, shirt? Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. How was that not hmm. a card? I was just going to say, Richard Larea stays on his feet hmm. in a time where he could have very easily gone down. He's gone down for far less. And, you know, that is always a card. It's always a card. How is that not a card? Ah. No, Richie had a, and yeah, he had a bit of a different role last night as well. So, um, and until after the final whistle, then he kind of got into it. But (laughs) before that, he was, he seemed very calm, wasn't getting involved in anything, wasn't. You know, diving when he had the chance or when he was very legitimately fouled or anything. Exactly. Like that. So, yeah. This is a very... Model uh, citizen. Yes, model citizen, respectable game from Larea. Right until the end and then, you know, everyone's fighting and I, I feel like I, I should have rewound just to get a little video of it, but at some point he was just kind of essentially like bouncing into the, the middle of the, 
the big sort of fight at the end there. He's just as if he couldn't wait to get involved in that. Didn't Alfonso Davies grab him though and drag him away? Yeah, there, there was yeah that again. Yeah, he did. I thought I saw. I thought I saw. After the Panama game, and again here, it's just yeah. yeah. Davies has got like Larea in a fucking. So so Alfonso uh, Davies is is Larea's like personal bouncer, basically. Like, dude, there's a, a bit of that. Um, there's a bit of that on this team. Borean does it a lot. Oh too. my god. Okay. Well, let's talk about Borean at that end of the Not, match. I, I don't even. Special. I don't mean. I, I don't even mean the post match with the the waving of the team away. But even Waving, during even during the match, the grabbing. yeah. But even during the match, um, yeah. he you see him like telling guys quite aggressively to calm their shit down. Yeah. Oh, it's great. He is amazing for that. And but like that, I've never. But I've never seen. Like I've seen, I've seen you know players getting other players under control, but to see him like physically grabbing, shoving, and almost throwing his his squad away from the Mexicans, telling them to stop being fucking idiots and go enjoy what just happened instead of taunting the opposition. Like it was it was quite the, it was quite something to see. And you don't often get that. Um and, and kudos to him for doing it because he looks like he, he looks like he played with a team of geese. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> True. Uh, yes, kudos to Boyan for you know, being the guy calming things down and what have you. And I've got to say, after Mexicans I scored the goal and you know, the ball's clear in the back of the net, just the way he just <laughs> dived on the goal on the ball as if he was trying to save it, just to be yeah. able to kind of hold it and again maybe no one has seen it. For no good reason. Delightful. I I was just happy that like that really was like some of the pinnacle shit hazardry. I mean, I know we yes. already talked about uh, Boyan's theatrics, shall we call them? But I was—I I don't know. I think it's just the years of watching it happen to to Canada, seeing them do it to somebody else. So, like, they're not even trying to act like that they're hurt. They're just like, no, no, I'm hurt. I'm sitting down. Like, just <laughs> look—it's the minimum amount of acting goes into it. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. This is like the ultimate middle finger back I could ever think of, and I'm okay with it. And it's what I'm, I'm like the I'm t- I'm I've been over the goody two shoes thing that Canada's been doing for many many years, embracing the dark arts. I know we've talked about that many many times, but boy, Ed, holy crap! I mean, aside from just being an incredible leader, somebody who would scare me into doing whatever he wanted yep. and making incredible saves. Also, fabulous shithousery. So, like, if he's not the most complete keeper we've ever had, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what what a complete keeper more yeah. than him would look like. Yeah, really. It's sort of like he plays a little bit like the old man card, kind of like, what? I'm hurt. What more do you want from me? I'm going to sit down, right? Like, I mean, if you're going to wear sweatpants exactly. and a hood and look like that, yeah, he looks like clearly he's, he's fragile. Come on, he can get hurt like at any second. <laughs> I want to see him come out with a walker against the states. Oh yeah, um, um, socks and sandals. Like I just want—I don't care what he does. It's just like, this is like he—he—he is—he is goalkeeping goalkeeping dad, possibly goalkeeping granddad. But it works, and I don't care, and I just want it to work, and I don't care how it works. Agreed. As long as it works. As long as it works. It's so great. It's so fucking great. So you guys, they fucking won. 
Did you mention that? Did you mention that they won? They actually won? They beat Mexico for the first time since 2000. 2000. Madness. 2000. If you had a kid, if you, if, if you were part of a, a, a pregnancy scheme, shall we call it? A pregnancy scheme? Yes, a scheme. You <laughs> a know. scheme? Not an evil scheme, just, you know, things happen. And if Richard, Hastings, if Richard Hastings' goal inspired you to go out there and make a baby. Right. This is, thank, thank you. you. That's better than saying better. a pregnancy scheme. Hey, I didn't say it was Awful. evil. I didn't say it was evil. Also, I didn't mean parcel in the word. Kristen, the point a, is, is that kid would plot? have graduated the high school and midway through secondary. That's how long that has been. You've raised you've raised an adult. That's how long there it's we been. go. That's the mm-hmm. point I'm getting to. I was just getting everything was just a setup and you Jumped onto it easily, and and then I should have chose better about, words. That's completely what about pregnancy setup? Yeah, then? T- that's a long Stop fucking it. time. So the pregnancy ruse. Stop yeah, it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Mm. Knock it off, you lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not using anyway. that to title of the show. That just would be super misleading for the rest of it. Pregnancy ruse <laughs> or pregnancy scheme. Do mm. not do none of those things. I, Stop it. I know how to fucking name the show. I've been doing I know you do. 387 of these so far. And I think I'm doing a pretty good job. But anyway. Um, yeah, that's a long fucking time. And uh, and Lord knows we've seen Canada be worse. And we've seen Mexico be better. And uh, that's a lot of flavors of, of, of hurt and pain uh, in that. Yeah. In that Slowly... And- being and, erased and, and and i really i i think and i've said this before like with when toronto fc was having their continental adventure a few years ago is the um the the no fucks given attitude we don't care who you are on the other side we're here we believe in what we're doing we believe in who we are we believe in our tactics we believe in our leader and we are going to take it to you, whether you like it or not, imposing their will upon them. And Mexico had no response for that. And they yeah. should have known better, honestly, because they saw that in their own home stadium. Where exactly. they know good and well, they should have lost that one too. So, um, yeah, yeah. As, I'm glad well, that's sort of- over and it's well-deserved and it probably should have came a game before. Well, Canada against Mexico, like it's been a little bit of a, it's been kind of like a three act play, right? You had that, that match in the gold cup that could very well have, and, you know, maybe should have had a different result, but it didn't, they lost. And then to go into the Azteca and get that draw. And then uh, last night to be triumphant and to have two very nice goals scored by Kyle Aaron. Thank you, Kyle. Yes, that hurt. Um, say it with meaning. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. It's no, not as aggressive, but okay. <laughs> they were very nice goals. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and to have, you know, like that, the, the now iconic uh, snowbank celebration by Sam Etikogre, that uh, someone's on a heritage moment of it mm-hmm. and, and all those things. But to have it sort it's of... It's a little progress- disappointing. The rest of the team didn't really join him. I they just kind of went and hung out in the side where it wasn't all that snowy. Yeah. Come on. Seriously, it was right there. 
he mm. had there was plenty of room next to him um but to have that progression because you know the gold cup wasn't that long ago and to have them just continue to improve again like this last year this last nine months for this squad has seen them just build and build and build like they are you know they are certainly coming into their own at the right time like they are this is all starting to click even when it's not clicking like incredibly well they're doing well enough and that's what good teams do right like you know you do well you do enough to get the points to get the win to get to the top of the table and be undefeated in a fucking CONCACAF tournament they're undefeated They haven't mm-hmm. lost. They're the only team. I know. It's so cool. Um, but yeah, to have that, to know that that's sort of like their mindset that, you know, the gold cup match and they all, they, they do talk about it. They'll mention it in interviews and be like, yeah, this sort of really bothered us. But then, and to know that this is that hurdle to, to get over that and, know full well that you can stand with anybody in this tournament and in this federation is kind of fucking cool. Indeed. Indeed. Undefeated. Innocent kid. Not me. Yeah. I'm not even Mark could predict this. No, no, I'm not I'm I'm not that good at it, honestly. At predicting things. This is this is I feel like we kind of we kind of saw the potential that this could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Like just again, the Gold Cup, the run up, the first couple of games. Yeah, they got a bunch of draws, but they looked good getting a bunch of draws. And it's just it just seems like to be moving from strength to strength. You know how I, it it doesn't feel like it was all that long ago. We were wondering if is John Herdman really the right person for this job. And now I'm thinking, mm-hmm. is John Herdman ready to become prime minister? Because that's <laughs> where we've come. We've, we've gone from like, oh, I don't know, to like, yeah, like, oh, my God, this is legit. And I mean, this is, I mean, it's his handiwork. It's, it's still a group effort. But I mean, we thought it could be possible. And statistically, it was possible. Momentum, it was possible. But then all that thing, all that has to kind of materialize. It has to come together. It has to work. And you have to get the points. You got to score the goals. And holy and yeah, shit. He's, he's it, got it, talent it at his disposal, but. He's got talent at his disposal, but he seems to be getting the talent more to out come of to some him. of that talent than even the talent probably themselves expected. Knew they had. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, Canada has been notoriously lesser than the sum of its parts. And oh, now God, yeah, for years. Awesome opposite of that. No question. Like, well, and I hope I, it's crazy. I hope it puts paid to everyone whinging about, oh, he just coached the women's team. What does he know about coaching men's football? Um, that that can now be put to rest. Yeah, I hope those people shut the fuck up forever and never, amen. Seriously. <laughs> Who was well, that? I mean, you know, it was a, it was a, let's not pretend it wasn't a, strange circumstance when he was hired it was it was out there you know it was a bold it, choice yeah um well it was Herdman blackmailing the csa a bit sure, but anyway sure yeah yeah no it was it well was played. strange circumstances no no doubt um but i think 
when we said said this about the players in general, and I think he coaches in this way, which I think hasn't Canada hasn't seen for a long time without the anchor of history around his neck. And I mean the history of Canada in whether that be results, whether that be the kind of, uh, you know, bad things happening at the very last hurdle. Um, and, and main, and also too, in style of play too, not that kind of like, we've got to do everything we can just to hang on against the giants of CONCACAF. It's, it's more of a, like, you know, it's a, we're going to go out there and go for it and show that we're equal. And that's not, not that, and I don't think Canada was in a place to be equal in the past. I'm not saying that prior uh, coaches had the same talent that he has at his disposal, but I think there would be coaches who were maybe more entrenched in the Canada style to use a, for lack of a better term, who would have taken the same group of players and maybe played a more careful style, a more pragmatic mm-hmm. style that was aimed at stealing points rather than trying to grab points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we talked about that Sam Adekugbe earlier, and oh, it looked really good. And I feel, yeah, he's, he was in the MLS and he's got off to not one of the, the, the best. He's, he's doing okay in Europe. That's a bit, and yeah, he's, he's one of the players, you know, him and say, Alistair Johnston or even you know, Daniel Henry. I mean, the defense as a whole has been very fucking good. You know, really? we, kind of, yeah. we kind of thought about, oh, we've got the fancy players up front, but the defense, you shit, it'd be nice if we actually got to have this, you know, a defender come along rather than all these forwards all of a sudden. But the defense has been a very good part of this whole run. And, you know, a lot of those players, and particularly, you know, they're not fucking Alfonso Davis-style phenoms by any means. It's still Adekubi, Alistair Johnston. And you know, there's a lot of players who, you, know, you look at them and there's probably not, like, they're so much better than their equivalents from you know, just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But for, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, for whatever reason, they're just playing with like a lot more, it's you know, sort of belief or whatever it is. It's just oh, panache. Yeah. panache, sure. It's just uh, you know, a lot of uh, yeah, there are you know, clearly you know, two or three sort of like superstar kind of players in there, but then it's also yeah, a lot of sort of mediocre players who, you know, with all due respect, mediocre look as if they're outperforming what they should be, really which never really happened before. So, yeah, I think Herdman presumably is part of that. I could see very well uh, if Canada qualified for the World Cup, uh, them being a, a neutrals favorite. If they complete, if they played a style, if they carried into the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Even, mm. if, even if they don't get the results, which, you know, I mean, that's a different level than we're dealing with even now. But, I mean, who knows? Anything's possible. Um, but... Uh, I could see, you know, even thinking of us, like when the plucky teams like New Zealand in the past yeah. who really had, had a go, you know, I, I could see Canada being that team for other people around the world. For sure. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Well, in, the, in Canada, yeah, and you just think about, yeah, for plucky underdog and Canada's got, you know, in some parts of the world has a pretty good reputation, right? So... We're, we're, we're beloved in some places. Um, and hated so, in others. And hated so much hate. Australians um, hate us. Oh, they really do. You have no idea. No. Um, anyway, it is, it's a very surreal place to be 
right now as a Canadian soccer fan. And, um, but it's so great to see, like I, I watched a couple of the players uh, Instagram lives last night from the locker room. They're just like, so up and having so much fun and uh, all posting really great things. Uh, and then um, like former players, uh, I was talking about this earlier, Ian Hume um, posted a video of him watching whatever pub he was at, uh, watching the end of that match and in tears, just out of like joy and relief for these players but also that we talk about the players that have that have come before and the the pain that they endured being part of this program um the 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 lack of success and the and the heartbreak and that sort of thing um sort of this is kind of for them too uh to see that it can happen and like i'm happy for I'm happy for us as fans and, and I'm happy for the the current players and the squad and the coaching staff, but the, 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 the players that paved the path before this, like I'm like, happy like for them too. <laughs> Maybe not Dero. No, just kidding. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Fine. Happy for Dero too. But Who else will score on the goals? Chicken dancing. <laughs> Do you know right, what I mean? Dunkin'? Like it's, right, it's. <laughs> yes. Right. Tony. It's a little, it's just, it just, it's just, it's it's to see what it means to, to them as well. You know? Mm -hmm. D-Row can't wait to get up on that stage at the World Cup. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) He's definitely going up there when they get that, when they get the the bus. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. So then, so then let's, before we, I've got, I've got two questions before we, before we leave this. And try and talk about something else for whatever, like ten minutes. Oh, we know um, we're not talking about anything else. No, we are for like ten minutes. Well, no, um, real passion. Some passion, a bit of passion. Um, we, anyway, we so the, the match, the next, the next home match um, is in January at the end of January against the U.S. Um, I can't remember who it's, what the bookends are for it on either side. Honduras um, and then El Salvador. It is El Salvador. Okay. Mm. Um, so originally, everyone thought, and the talk was, and the you know almost but certainly was going to be in Vancouver for the weather and um, give you know whatever another city a shot. That is looking less and less likely. They don't even want to host the World Cup. They're not into it. <laughs> Hmm. But you know, no there's been a lot of there's been a lot of chatter. Got bigger and, problems. And, True. True. Um, Can anyone even get to Vancouver these days? Well, uh, my mom. Shit. My mom's currently trapped there. She can't get home, so you know. Um, but uh, it's gonna. It, it's looking more and more like it's going to be in Ontario. Um. I hear good things about that place. I I hear good things about that place, too. I cannot. I cannot. York University? Yeah, York University. The Ontario Soccer Center, maybe. Mm. Um, The BTG has a pitch, right? Oh, I love the BTG. I'd love to go to the World Cup. People can even spend all their money here. Of course we're ready to host. But I think... Canapé is pre-match. Mm. Yeah. So, so there's, 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 you know, there the two 
the two things are one is is travel slash what herdman and the players want um because it is much easier to get to toronto and play somewhere in ontario but probably toronto um although oh, wait, they're already, Hamilton. But, they're, but they're already going to be in, in central america right yeah but do you so, want to fly from there to vancouver and then back down there exactly or do you want from to there go to toronto and back down there which is I, i'd love to compare the less uh, of travel is it how many hours I, I don't know i'm trying to think of the, uh, the 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 latitude or the longitude of this and where vancouver and toronto are in comparison to well it's so less it, it's 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 less in terms of going back and forth to central america but it's also direct flights direct flights and I'm, like they're, really Antiva, on a they're not a flying t- on united are they I, they don't have charters for this. This ain't on it. They're doing charters. I'm talking about players coming in right. before oh, getting to the flight. Yes. Um, like Atiba, Atiba said, like for the match for Edmonton, it was an 18 hour trip. Right. In terms of flights, layovers, flight. To, you be, know, fair, like he, it, he, to be fair, he opted for dog sled for optics in the last place. So. <laughs> Anyway, so there's that. Travel is a big thing. It's one of the things when you have a compressed tournament like this where the turnaround between the matches is very quick. And so federations are going to be looking to minimize, you know, the impact of the travel on their players. But also what the match in Edmonton has shown, at least with one match, and this would only be one match, is that cold in the snow it can be done well there's only one answer then really that ticks all the boxes sky dome no that stadium <laughs> in st john's oh. king george v that's right hells yeah weather it's near gander the most easterly airport you can find you know come on tick tick you've got it you've got it Let's all sorted <laughs> it's got nostalgia Yep. It'd be great if they did a World Cup match there, actually. Anyway, so, okay, so, you know, I I think it's probably going to be in Ontario somewhere, but I did see, I have seen some people saying it'll be be at Tim Hortons Field. All right, all right, all right. Hang on. Sounds like a terrible idea. May I? May I? Yes, please. For those of you who listen to this and are looking for me to give pro Hamilton content, this is a terrible fucking idea. And the main reason, and this is a reason, and it's a legit reason, is that it's probably closer to any fucking border. So, oh, like, if you're point. looking for an away, you're trying to prevent the away fans from showing up, oh, putting it close to the American border, it's a terrible idea. Um, also, uh, if you're really, I've, and genuinely, if you want to punish the opposition, while I've been to a couple of very cold nights at Tim Hortons Field, uh, BMO Field is way closer to a lake. So much cold. And <laughs> it literally runs right off the lake into the goddamn pitch. True. So, but if you, if you want truly punishing Ontario cold, it's got to be Ottawa. True. That is like your testicles are gone forever. Mm. So I mean, I, I wish they I will, would. They will sel- not return. Selfishly, sorry, sorry, I would love it to be. Your loss. I I would love it to be selfishly in, in Hamilton, of course. But 
if we're looking for the home field advantage, you know, I hear Edmonton's even lovelier that time of year. But again, it, it's freezing right the fuck shit. out. And but that's just that's that's me going head games best strategy for them. Yeah, Hamilton's please, but maybe, no. Maybe this is a naive question, but why are the awesome CFL stadiums of Winnipeg and uh Regina never talked about? That's a strong question. Regina's eh. got Regina's got a stadium that looks like it belongs in Europe. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. That looks like a World Cup stadium. <laughs> Absolutely. It's and even it's, and even Winnipeg's pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah, I will give it up. Theirs is very, very, very nice. Difficult, too. difficult to get to. Uh, more than Edmonton, probably. Know, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe Regina. But surely not. Regina would be the worst. In terms of frequency of flights, yeah, I don't know. That's at least two flights, no matter what you're doing. Isn't yeah. Edmonton too though? Uh, surely. That's one of the problems, right? Like that's one of the things. There wasn't an Istanbul Edmonton uh, direct flight. No, yeah, there was well. not. But I mean, this time all they had to do was get to Edmonton once, then they could yeah, just yeah. stay exactly. there and they have to leave. This time they got to, yeah. you know, go Jump down around. to Central America, back home, back to Central America, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Fine. Toronto, yeah. presumably it's not BMO Field because of the grass pitch would be just completely hopeless in the winter. Yeah. Under soil uh, heating, yeah. though, they do have it. Yeah, but don't they have to replace that that pitch? Like, and like, I don't know. I don't know that they replace it. I don't know if they replace it every year. Um, field winterized. Is, it is, is now, is, yes, because okay. because up until up until last night, the coldest match in professional match in Canada was played at BMO Field in 2018 at that CCL match that we almost died at. Oh yeah, <laughs> nearly dying at. Remember? Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Ride. That was a cold, cold, cold goddamn night. Holy shit. So cold. Anyway. Oh, that was a um, pod. That was a pause of reflection as we all remembered our pain. How cold we are, our frozen feet. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, so just it's probably gonna be in Ontario somewhere. People maybe maybe in Montreal at the big O, but no, I doubt it. Um, Looking at you, Cornwall. Yes. <laughs> be amazing. No. Um, so with hey, the thunder, the thunder be chill at a stadium. Good point. That'd be nice and cold. Um, so one of the things we, everyone's, you know, sort of, you know, top of the group, things are going well, talking about world cups and, you know, we talk about 20, 2026, but is, does this, like, what are your thoughts? Like, what do you think? Is Are we going to Qatar? Is it too soon to say? Do we need to get through, like, the January matches to really have yeah. a proper sense of what's going to happen next? I, I can't let... It's it's PTSD. I know. It's, it, it, feels, it feels too hoodoo, voodoo to uh, start, like, dancing and saying yes. Even if, even if the trend is looking that way, man, it's... I'll feel happier on after the twelfth match. I feel okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel you know. There's we still got you know, Honduras, El Salvador, Panama, Costa Rica away. I mean, sure, you know, we did very well against you know Mexico and the States, and you know it's got a point against Jamaica, not ideal. But yeah, just those four games. We still got all of our Central America away games still yep. to come. 
none of those are going to be easy. Uh, and yeah, Panama just won't fucking die, apparently. Fuckers. I know, right? Seriously, just just lay down already. Accept yeah. your uh, fate. Embrace it. We have a big ditch. Go lay down in it. Uh-huh. I mean, at this point, do we do we just have to hope? All right, well, we're just going to have to all finish above Mexico. I, what exactly is the plan? So, yeah, if, if, you know, if four people automatically qualified, I would be feeling very fucking confident. Yeah. Um, am I fully confident of a top three place when we currently stand two points ahead of fourth? Nothing is fucking guaranteed. What's Panama's? Uh, did Panama have to travel to? No, they went to Mexico already, didn't they? Or am I? Uh, I might. I might be wrong. I can't remember. But you know, yeah, we got. I mean, to be honest, we got to cheer for the for our uh, two big rivals to the south to to pound on Panama, really, and re- and our away match too. Not that take away anything from the ma- the matches we have to play in Costa Rica and Honduras and El Salvador, but that away match to Panama is going to be the that one's yeah, oh, yeah. that's going to be the, the classic six pointer. Mm. I'm mm-hmm. not looking forward to that at all. True. Mm-hmm. At all. That's uh, that's yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean that's a draw is match. acceptable. I'd have to say a draw down there would be not the worst thing in the world. Well, you kind of hope that by the time it gets to that match, that mm. it's decided, right? Like, because that's the last match. You don't want it to hinge on that. You want yeah, them to win. But it's CONCACAF, baby, so anything can happen. No, you know what? Panama still has to go to Mexico in February. Well, you'd hope Mexico would be, like, you know, really getting their shit in order by then because obviously they're going to be at panic stations already. But I mean, did they not fire their coach already? I mean, God, they they only got one point from Canada. God, have you seen how bad they are? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sure that's what they're still telling themselves. Um, I I don't think it's see this the 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 statistical side of me says yes we're going through but um tis being football and tis being Cockacaf um I don't I I don't believe any of this just yet uh, ask me ask me after the next international break I mean we obviously are because you know we gotta we gotta fill three hours of podcasting each week but um I yeah I. I don't. I don't believe it. Even if somebody were to say that the, mathematically the odds are in your favor, I still. I still refuse to accept it. Yeah. I, next up, like literally, next up, Honduras away. Yep. If you know we can get points, or just a point from that, then I say, ah, okay, maybe exercise you know, some demons there. Yeah, and all right, maybe this is a little like realistic, but I. I mm, too many of those games uh, down in El Salvador, Costa Rica, Honduras, and Panama is going to be tough. It, I, I'm, that, that's a good as Central American win. Is, is that the one thing we haven't done yet within this particular uh, mm-hmm. octopus? So until that actually happens, I'm still dubious. True. Yep. Yep. That's a really good point. Fucking Panama. God damn. Still so much to do, but you know what? Yeah. 16 points from eight games, and we're only fucking two points ahead of fourth. Come on. Come on, Panama. God damn. 
so annoying. Why won't you just, why won't you just die? Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it is a glorious, glorious thing though. Undefeated Canada at the top of the tournament. Just ridiculous, mm-hmm. wonderful scenes. And uh, yeah, it's, God, it's fun. It's fun, guys. It's fun to be a Canadian soccer fan this year. Women winning gold medals and just, you know, doing whatever they want, succeeding at the international levels, succeeding with their clubs, the men ruling CONCACAF right now, doing whatever. Oh, my God. It's just ridiculous. Silly fun. I love it. And then then there's Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. we need something to counterbalance it to make us appreciate it even more glad we're not talking about we had toronto being successful when when the national teams just couldn't do anything right so and then there were the years when none of them could do anything and that was just awful We've got a very little left in this show. A couple things that we want to like talk about. Um, Is that so, the royal we? Yes, that's the royal we. Um, the uh, Canadian women, which we mentioned briefly last segment, um, celebration tour has been paused due to travel issues, stadium issues, um, and just yeah. I'm not surprised. It is, it is unfortunate um, that this is so broken up in terms of uh, other parts of the country getting to see the squad. It'll have to wait until the spring probably for the next matches. Um, and Bravo. Um, Bravo. I, the CSA who, who could have done this better. They yes. could have done this better. Who could have seen this? Yeah. No, I'm not, again, I'm not surprised. It's not a good thing. Um, but yeah, they didn't handle this particularly well. Um, and it is unfortunate. But all we can do is uh, do our best to turn out. And, you know, hopefully they give more lead time in promoting the matches this time. Because those matches, the last ones got, you know, it was announced so late. And it was just, yeah. So... Next year, so plan ahead, people. Think about it. You want to go see your women. You want to celebrate Christine Sinclair. Um, don't, you know, make sure you continue to bug the CSA if you follow them on social media or whatever. Um, and pay attention and stay tuned in for when that gets announced and then make plans to be there. Maybe uh, it's all just a, a cutting ploy to force Christine Sinclair to not ever be able to retire. you you want to do a cross-country tour yeah you get two games a year you'll get to vancouver in 2024 you cannot retire before that 
Well, you know, there's a whole, there's a, there's a world cup cycle still to play. And that's the other thing, right? Like world cup call, you know, like this world cup is in 2023. And so they've got to realistically try to fit in all the celebration matches before um, the serious business of playing matches to prepare for anyway. So, yeah. So next year before in the spring, Hopefully, it'll all get sorted. We'll see. <sighs> we love you, Christine. We love you, women. You guys are awesome. We love all of you. Um, the Can PL regular season is over. Mm. I know. Mm. Somehow, Forge won. The I top know. Of the, well, they didn't win the champion. They don't have the, the microwave plate yet, but they won the non-existent prize for coming in first. What was the tiebreaker? Wins? Um, letter H. If the letter oh, H is... Oh, the letter H. Yeah. Of donut access. Mm. Uh, I, I don't, reasonable. I don't reasonable. Okay. Degree separated to Davy Clackers. That might be another ah, one. More likely. There we but, go. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's just a shame that you just couldn't pull the plug on the last couple games of the season, but just felt like going through the motions but here we are playoff time playoff time all right so the playoffs the one-offs are this weekend the pony boys host the aquamen on saturday and the handies host the yu guys on sunday both matches are at three o'clock eastern is that right yes that sounds right I've got to say, right. it's it's nice to hear teams called by their proper name. I feel like over the last couple of weeks, there's a lot way too much of Forge and Valor and others to get like yeah. official names. So thank you, Kristen. This is uh, this has been refreshing. Anytime. Sorry, man. I, I I do try to bring something to the show. So you bring plenty. Never never doubt that. <laughs> I bring rundowns that nobody reads. No. Um, okay. Well, predictions for this weekend's semifinal playoff matches. Pony Boys versus the Aquaman. Let's hear it. Ugh. Pony Boys. <sighs> really? Nope. Two yeah. one Aquaman. I, 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 the last last game of the season was uh, was the night before was last night, which was the. Worst appetizer to the main course that was Canada, Mexico. <laughs> and if Calgary is supposed to be a team of cha- like Hamilton, clearly we're like, let's not play the B team, but it was just like, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's try some stuff. And it didn't really work. It was kind of a hard game to watch, but uh, Calgary did not look like a team that ended up tied for first. They really didn't. And I know that, uh, I know that Victoria has been uh, they, they've had, they've had far greater moments of brilliance to look like a team that could get to a final more so than Calgary. So I'm, I'm hopeful that. Yes. Uh, yes. That, come, uh, come, t- come to the Aquaman side. Oh, yes. no, that, it, that Me coming to the Aquaman side literally ends at that game. You know that, right? I know. I know. So hmm, Aquaman two nil. Ooh. See, I'm giving, I'm, I'm giving the pony boy as a goal. I'm saying two one, but. Still, Aquaman. Gotta say, kudos to one soccer. You had themselves a scheduling conflict with this completely fucking meaningless CPL game 
and U.S. versus Jamaica. We've got rights to both. Which one are we going to show? And they stick with the CPL and force U.S. versus Jamaica off to YouTube. Well done. <laughs> well done. Supporting soccer. Canadian soccer. That's what they yes. do. Yes. Well done. I All enjoyed right. that. And now to, to Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Handies versus the YU guys. Does anyone not have Hamilton winning? No, that would be crazy talk. <laughs> like, it would be hilarious. Sorry, Mike. Um, it but... would. It, no, honestly, it would be funny. Because, like, one of the things that, that, that we've, we've joked about it down at the ground there is, uh, is that we're still in two playoffs. Yes. The next oh two games are semifinals of tournaments. Like, like if, and honestly, if one has to give, fuck this league. Let's win a continental trophy. Like, on, I mm. want, I want that glory more. We've already got two of these microwave plates. We only have one microwave. What fucking place has got more than one microwave? <laughs> we have one microwave. What kind of bare bones, rinky dink operation and, are you running over and there? Now, and now a third. Like, come on! This is just this is just absurd. Stop going to Dollar and getting microwave plates, will you? <laughs> Let's go get ourselves whatever the hell trophy the Concacaf League is supposed to look like. Um, yeah, like I, I it's crazy because like there's still two games for Hamilton to play, regardless of the, you know what I mean? Like there's guaranteed two more home games, and if they win those, God help us, that means there's two more. So. <laughs> And I, I say that because it's cold as fuck out there. <laughs> We're not even in Edmonton. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I, – I, while I could see York winning, but that's – I think – unfortunately, the because the last three games were kind of just – like they weren't important to Hamilton at all, really. It's just so unlikely it, that it, it would I've happen. Got a false, I've got a false sense of – dread i think it's the opposite of false sense of security i like it's like they look kind of mediocre forgetting of course that they could be they're absolutely allowed to be and they arguably should be they should just bring up sigma b and let them play but whatever um yeah yeah i I, hamilton goes through yeah 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 three 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 one yeah, I, I had three one as well. I was like, yeah, yeah, things, something happens, but yeah, three one. Yeah, so yeah, the final like, again, Calgary and Hamilton. Ah, Pacific and Hamilton. Haven't yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I I think I think what the end game should be is that uh, Hamilton will uh, uh, retire from the CanPL once we've played each team <laughs> in the final and beaten them. Therefore, we but would be. But Mark, would there's be new teams coming. You're, you're, Hamilton would have to stick around to play the. Oh yeah, the, the Vancouver-esque team, and they got to keep expanding. The, like the alleged an, team from Saskatchewan that will never happen. Uh, um, I hope they're called, they're called alleged. Nine, nine more, nine more seasons, guys, or else get more teams, and we are the fuck gone. <laughs> And we're going to go to, oh, I don't even want to, I was going to make a joke. We're going to go to USL. I'm like, oh, Jesus. That makes me vomit a little in my throat. Gross. <laughs>
right. And to close out the show, a little bit of TFC talk. Um, I know. Two Counter. things. Two things. Two things. Only two things. Well, actually, it's three things. Liar. Um, oh, it's multiplying. Well, I predicted it's the secret, that. It's, it's the secret thing that's not on here. Oh, it's um, the gremlins. <laughs> who, fed TFC, who fed TFC after midnight? <laughs> Sorry, I'm pretty sure that was me. Um, no, I want to say farewell. Thank you to Justin Too late. tomorrow. Too late. No. No, I went to the match. Uh, I get to say it. No. Nope. Yeah, I get to say it. No. I get to were say you it. There? No. But we're not there? talking about that three weeks in a row. I was at the match. Um, it was a great match. It was wonderful. It was a proper send off for you know, one of the classiest players to ever play for Toronto. And one of the players, if not the player that sort of started when TFC actually started using brains to get MLS veterans and get good players. And he's just a classy, classy guy. And we were lucky to have him and he's staying in Toronto. You guys, I totally thought he was going to go back to the States, but apparently they're going to stay here, which is amazing. Um, healthcare. Oh, good point. Um, anyway, so it was wonderful. I was very glad that I was at that match. Uh, props to the supporter groups for the outstanding TIFO. Uh, sucks that the wind did not cooperate so that they could not use the rigging, which was originally the plan. Um, but it just couldn't. It could not happen. So it was not safe for it to happen. But um, yes. I will miss him terribly. He has been one of my favorite players pretty much since he joined the club and will be one of my all-time favorite players. Um, speaking of players that used to play for Toronto and that might play for Toronto again, Seba, more Seba rumors. Ooh. They never go away never. Yeah. for a gazillion time. Yeah. Although this is, this is my favorite because he posts something that says he's home because he still has a home here. Um, Tony, have you seen him? Have you seen him and his brother? What's going on? You're supposed to Tony, have you seen him? <laughs> Tony, have you seen him? Is that by Tony, Tony, Tony? Um, isn't he in Oakville now? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I know. I know what you're talking about. One of the photos was tagged from Oakville, but yeah. it could have been any. I just, I just assumed he was visiting Josie Altador or something. I, I ain't seen shit. Fine. Anyway. Are you taking him back at the right price? Oh, who cares? I'm asking. Re, re, I, okay, I get the nostalgia, whatever. You know, it's, it's nice for the fans and everything. It's terrible team building. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Well, What's the right not. price? I don't, I don't see him coming at the right price. I, exactly. I just... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, what's the right price is in like legit if he's not a designated player? And that's not because I don't think he's not a designated player worthy, but it's like, are we going to give this guy $5 million to be half of what Sabo was before he left because of time? Or could that $5 million go to somebody who will give us several more years in their career and might actually do something? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I know it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't know, but what are like the right price? Like, like if it because this is a cap league and this is and we have three designated players and all that shit it's like if he's not a dp then if he's not a dp fine take him take him absolutely but of course he will be so do you want to do you want to use up one uh, use up a designated player slot for him and i don't think i do 
it seems like a bandit on a gaping wound. Like this team, like we've talked about it for months mm-hmm. now that it has to be rebuilt. Like I, I love the guy. Sure. It was awesome when he was at his peak here, yep. but we were like, lucky to have him, but boy, do you, you, you start your rebuild by making your first signing a big money spend on a, what is he? 35. Mm, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like great. Going back to the good old days, very rarely works. Yeah, he'd be 35 next season. He's 34 yeah. right now. Bring back Chad so, Barrett. That's what I say. No, there you seven. go. There you go. Right price. League yeah. minimum, he'd totally be here. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll 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 talk about this more in the coming weeks because it's not going away, and uh, we'll see what's happening with all of that. But um, the Voyagers Cup is this weekend, not Which one? Th- th- this year's, not last year's. That's never getting played. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, what, what else have Vancouver got going on? Not Vancouver. What else have Hamilton got going on? I mean, come on. Something yeah, like nothing they, else. They, they, yeah, they can clearly just play right they, now. Yeah, let's, let's, add, let's add another game. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be hilarious? Okay, wouldn't Making it be hilarious? two legs, two legs. Uh, uh, Hamilton, Hamilton beats York. Hamilton beats Motagua. Then they announce the Hamilton Toronto twenty twenty final on now, the same day as the MLS Hamilton's Cup final. Three games are all finals. <laughs> but I and want them to have it on the them. same day as MLS Cup. Um, if uh, go head to head, I know I'd rather watch a V Cup final from last year. <laughs> yes, than to see New 100%. England play oh, goddamn no, for Portland sure. or whatever. Um. All right. So the, the scheduling isn't optimal if you're a fan of both Toronto and Hamilton, I guess, or CanPL in general. If you want to try and watch, if you were planning on attending both, well, that can't happen because the V Cup is at 1 p.m. Uh, in Montreal. And then we all know that Campion matches are at 3 p.m. Um, so. What if you, you took are... the Concord with Phil Collins at Live Aid? True. Um, so it's it's at, uh, yeah, Stad Saputo on Sunday, 1 o'clock. Um, who you got? Who's your, do you have a player to watch? Sam Piet? I'm going to say Sam Piet. Um. I don't know. Yeah. Victor Wanyama? Yeah, Wanyama. Sure. Reasonable. That'll work. That'll work. Why not? Rumble Kyoto, right, well, does he still play for Montreal? Uh, um, maybe. No. Feel the passion. And they're finished player. <laughs> I'm excited about this. I know I'm the only one, but that's okay because I love – I'm not going to Montreal. I can't afford it because the dentist has all my money, but um, I'm looking forward to the game. This is that sounded like had nothing to do with your mouth, but like a dentist had come and stolen your wallet. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, dentists right on the subway too, man. Seriously, um, your dentist is on the subway. God, yeah. man, <laughs> they would fuck up. I don't have any benefits. You don't understand. <laughs> I gotta take what I can get here. Holy shit! Your dentist is Barney Beaver. Full circle. Mm. <laughs> yes. If Toronto wins. If Toronto wins, and, and it's a big if because not that Montreal has had a very good season, but still. Um, if they win, does it redeem the season 
at all, like even a little, like does it end on a high note kind of thing going into the, what should be an off season teardown? Would it be better if they lost? I don't know. Or a different question is, does it diminish the value of the Voyager's cup? <laughs> no. No, none I'm, of that. I'm teasing. Voyager's cup is wonderful and special in its own I right. Know, You'd be I'm good. Te- I'm teasing. I like the cup, but uh, I, I, I guess. Sure. Does it redeem it like fully? No. Is it like give you that last gasp, but maybe next year will be better? Sure. But that's not based on the one game either. Yeah. yeah. Does it redeem the season? No. Does it give you hope for the future? No. Would it be fun? Yes. Would I want a trophy? Yes. Does it do any of those other things? No. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in that same boat. I feel like uh I feel like the season the season will be will will look back upon fondly as a shit show that never figured out what the hell it wanted to be. Mm. Whether that ends with a trophy or not basically just change the punk kind of changes the punctuation at the end of that sentence. You know, did, did they win exclamation point? They didn't period. Like it's just, it's already an ugly ass season. So uh, as, and also too, like the, this is the, all things being fair and equal and they don't clean house. Cause that's a realistic outcome too. Mm-hmm. This is a team that could, if they win this cup goes to champions league. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. quickly do they get knocked out by a non-Mexican Central American side? Is it very, or it just eventually happens? Because that's that's the that's that's the consequence of victory. If if Montreal falls asleep, like Toronto's capable of scoring goals, but are they capable of resisting them from happening? And if the perfect storm happens, that's the team that's going to go to Champions League. Ooh. Man, so it'll be a whole new team. Man, all right. all right. Well, then, predictions. Well, we've got, at least we've, we've, we've got Hamilton in the Champions League. They'll represent yeah, Canada well. <laughs> they are, they've, they've been carrying the banner for a while, Dunk. True. Truth. All right. I hope, predictions. I hope, I hope TFC does go to the Champions League and ends up drawing Hamilton in the final, and that never gets played. <laughs> well, that's just tradition. I hope it does get played and the 2020 doesn't <laughs> they try to lump them both together as if it's like no 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 screw you um predictions predictions oh god um two no montreal Ooh. it's the voyager's cup something weird's gonna happen uh three two four I don't know. <laughs> I have th- I have I have three two Toronto. So, will somebody be brave enough to call a penalty shootout? No <laughs> penalty shootout. <laughs> there we go. Thanks, Tony. Thank but you for your service. That. Three and three one Toronto. It's it's what? like three, you one predicted Toronto. that we won Toronto. Good what? lord! Nice. Good lord. I love it. I didn't say that out of love. I just said it out of you know. Oh, I know that weird Good shit enough. happens. Has I know. Happens. Well, all right then. We, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, that's our show. That's 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 the enthusiastic end to our show this week. Well, I mean, we spent like an hour and a half on the Canada thing. Oh, I know, I know. So, I'm not complaining. I was just noting. Well, and you spent a good twenty minutes on Justin Morrow, too. Well, yeah. you know, 
you survived um that is our show please join us next week when we probably enthuse about the canadian men's national team some more uh see who is moving on in the CanPL playoffs find out who won the voyager's cup 2021 edition uh and more live broadcast from the parade Ooh. calling um. calling out the year will now never not be funny i know <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've enjoyed by the entire vocal minority podcast panel uh to be found out there on the twitter is at duncan d fletcher mr duncan fletcher i feel like that should more like be said the entire vocal minority podcast panel has been joined by Kristen. Fair. Um, but anyway hello on the tweet machine at malarkey fc mr tony walsh never forget who said goodbye to justin morrow first <laughs> Uh, and the Twitter verse at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Uh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters for your continuous support. We genuinely appreciate it. We still have shirts. You can find the link to that on our website. Look for the Zazzle uh, store link. Uh, all of Tony's wonderful designs are at your purchasing power. Um, do, do and, we have sweatpants? Um, what's that? Not yet. Do we have sweatpants? Uh, no. No, but we'll have them before the CSA will. So yeah. exactly, give it, give it, give it a, give it a week. So yeah, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Chris Knowles, and until next week, Canada, get used to it.